Hello. We're back. Hello now. <laughs> Welcome to Liminal Writing, where Lee and me, Sess, go into this exercise of wild mind writing, <laughs> free flow writing, using trigger phrases that we pick up from different sources, whether it's books or a quote or something we read somewhere <laughs> on a wall. Yeah. <laughs> and then we agree to write about it for 10 minutes and we shall read them to you, whatever it was that has come out. And we do a bit of discussion and processing. So join us. What are we doing today, Lee? I thought for today we could write about the joy of our five senses. So, uh, how about I start? Okay. Okay, cool. <clears throat> so the trigger phrase for this is the joy of the five senses. For how will we experience this beauty of a world but through the five senses and the mysterious sixth? the eyes to watch how others love and grapple with loss and triumph against the blows to the heart and ego, the ears to listen to elders narrate the light and shadows of a life well lived and the regret of things left undone, the nose to smell the memories of people, places passed by choice and by chance, the skin, to feel the gentle brush of a lover's eyelash against my cheek, the warmth of the present and the press against the unknown tomorrows. The tongue, to which the work of loving and offering pleasures, the taste of a thousand nights. And the sixth sense that brings us out of this body into what is not seen, not heard, beyond touch, a quest into what cannot be explained, though the spirit knows what is coming to pass. Very nice. Okay. Might. Yes. Sometimes I forget to just focus on the basics of breath, of what I feel, what my skin feels at the moment, of what the big toe on my right foot feels as I sit here in front of my home office desk. I wiggle my toes now, suddenly conscious of the neglect. I take my foot off the chair's wheeled leg, one of four low pedestals that support me all day long as I strain my eyes on digital screens. Mm. Edge of the chair's leg, where I place my foot on it, has a blunted tip which makes for an improvised acupressure tool for the sole <laughs> of my foot. I find myself shifting my foot about, finding that edge of pain and pleasure, sometimes hitting the right spot that shoots an almost electric shockwave up my spine and then settles into a warm, creeping sensation that reach through my arms and my fingertips, making me melt and give me the urge to crumple down and be a fuzzy pink duvet cover and close my eyes. 
there is so much more joys of the senses, like the faint smell of roses, the pink, yellow, violet, red, orange br bunches of Jubilee roses at the Rose mm -hmm. Garden in Paddington Recreation Park. It is spring when we wrote this, and they are abloom. When I go near them, the distinct smell of roses don't really overwhelm. They caress. Mm. And the time writing ended there with my blunt ending. <laughs> but it's, it's, for me, it makes me think about, oh, the hopefulness of spring, right? Because you talk yeah. about roses and moving through the market and yeah. looking at what else and, is coming from the earth, right? And um, yeah, we'll we'll talk about that. I guess it's different with the four seasons that we didn't have growing up. I just feel it's it's more marked in terms of these changes in where where I am now or where you are, where I am Location. now in London and where you are now in Toronto. So going to that same spot in the park where there's a rose garden and, and we are able to kind of observe it from the same bench over mm. different seasons mm, yeah. um, it, it triggers all these sensations um uh, well yeah basically the different senses right seeing the flowers bloom in spring but also how as we speak now it's winter they're all just dried up they, they're they don't have the yeah. blooms right mm. and then and then they're even they cut it off at some point, the gardeners do. So so I think it, it makes for fresher blooms, right? You know? Correct. So yeah. they're all just, just dry right now. And everything else, too, even the trees, it's just all twigs and mm. branches that you see. No greens. But then the next season brings you all this springing forth of greens. And then the flowers come and it bursts in color. Plus, yeah. then the fragrances. Just saying that, um, and this becomes quite predictable through, through the years as you, as you observe it. But we had our own versions of that, right, in the dry and wet season back home. Yeah, yeah. But I guess here it's just more marked because they really die. <laughs> Ours is just the lush is there all year long if you think about it, whether it's summer or and it's hot and, and dry or it's the rainy season there's a constant mm. greenness and lushness to it here when it becomes green and colorful you kind of appreciate it more because it was missing in the previous months yeah, yeah. <laughs> or you appreciate the dryness of it because suddenly you can see the inner structure of the trees the, tr mm. the branches of the trees and you see all the details of the twigs that are there which then disappears not disappears but get hidden in all the green leaves when you talk about the differences between observing the seasons here where we are now in the western hemisphere as opposed to then where we were growing up i think we are more as we get older more appreciative of the things around us and our capability to enjoy the things around us and to notice the changes. Because I remember, you know, a wet and dry season as a kid or even as a young adult, I would just see it as, you know, oh, okay, it's time to 
go and visit relatives in the province. So that was how I was marking seasons in my head. Right, that's right. The, the... It's events, it's events that around family and school that marks the seasons for us. Yes. Here, it's very much about what nature looks like, what it, what the, even the climate feels like. Correct. But so also, I don't know if said, it was becoming more aware of what that means. Yeah. I don't know if it is connected to as you're a young kid or as a young adult, you're more concerned with things that should be happening, right? Because your energy, you're curious mm -hmm. in a different way when you're curious now as an adult because we have more years, we have like a bank of experience to point it to. Mm -hmm. So it's a different the way that our I think the way that our brain works now in terms of observing and using our senses are just different. It feels more inward. It feels more um at a <laughs> at a slower pace. And it feels deeply I to me it feels more deeply connected to who we are. And I think that just the way you've described all that um was reflected in what you wrote because mm. you were going through each of the senses but it was very poetic in the sense that the images you used mm -hmm. um, were very yeah poetic really and uh, the the one line that really also i was like oh that's nice one is um when you use the the skin to feel the the, the brush of your lover's, lover's eyelash and yeah. the, the cheek like that's a very detail that's a very intricate kind of detail of mm. that but at the same time of a sensory experience but also marks such intimacy right mm. yeah so special that way uh, <laughs> and we take such things for granted i think um when you're in the heat of all that passion but really as they say later on when you kind of look back yeah um uh, at experiences like that these are the small things that surface from the memory right mm. these yeah. kinds of details that can become quite special <laughs> it does it the senses <laughs> but i guess that's what mindfulness is telling us to you know to read you at the the bottom line there is being mindful of of the now of what you're mm. experiencing so whether it's taking a walk outside breathing the air what do you hear do you hear the birds singing or do you hear um, a car passing or just silence mm. um, when you get to wherever you're going whether it's a park or a place of work what is it what are your senses um telling you what are you experiencing mm. yeah so being the mindfulness really is is about that, right? Focusing on on the now, mm. yeah. The the choice of the, the five senses, including the sixth one too. Yeah, yeah. the the intangible. Or... What becomes more powerful when you integrate all your senses? So it becomes fully, you know, you're yeah. fully aware now of everything. And so your the brain sixth, is... Uh, the, is that what it is? The sixth sense. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. With that.
<laughs> Wishing you the joy of the five senses. Yeah. Go out and explore on your own. Find one and, which and maybe know, also an try some liminal writing and do a 10-minute time writing. Yeah. So the line, the joy of the five senses will bring up for you. And if and you're so inclined, you know, send us a note. Share um, it with us. Happy to hear. Until the next <laughs> liminal writing session. See ya. Bye. Bye.